was eating junk. I had just had two children back to back. I used to not be able to get on the ground. I never, ever daily exercise. Before, if I'd get down, I'd need a chair or something to help me get back up. I was 84 pounds heavier at one time. I was always a big dude, but I couldn't move around. That all changed when they met Diamond Dallas Page. Started doing yoga, man. I started doing a, a thing called DDP yoga. It's not your mama's yoga. WCW heavyweight champion, known for his signature move, the Diamond Cutter. Diamond Cutter! took what he learned recovering from an injury and years in the ring and created DDP Yoga. Working out combined with the eating habits, it was a huge difference. I felt so much better. It's a lot of fun for me because I never used to be able to be active. Now I'm, I'm on the floor, I'm rolling around, it's pretty cool. More than importantly, I just want to be alive. I'm down about 110 pounds. DDP Yoga can work for anyone. DDP. DDP Radio. Well, hello, my fellow DDP Yoga Warriors. What is happening? It is Wednesday night. It is February 22nd, 2017. We are live, L-I-V-E, live right here at DDP Radio at ddpradio.com. And this is an awesome show, and this is a show that I personally have been waiting to broadcast here for the past few years. I know Crystal's been on board for the last few years. We are doing the Hall of Fame edition of DDP Radio live right here at ddpradio.com. If you've been living under a rock, uh, you may not have heard the news, so we'll get into that in just a second. But without any further ado, I want to introduce to you, she is the Robin Shabovsky of DDP Radio. Ladies and gentlemen... good every time you play that i i have to sing so i'm i have mad lip syncing skills now so thank you (laughs) we were coming up with theme songs and i had we tried a couple out but i think isn't uh lover boy uh working for the week that's the canadian national anthem if i'm correct right (laughs) there's not a person i know that doesn't know it so yeah you might be right (laughs) all right (laughs) And uh, uh, we're already we're already we're already loopy here. Um, we uh, he didn't have to take the night off. He is uh, he is busy. He's over in the UK, and it's probably about uh, the cra- crack of ass in the morning over there right now. So uh, Hayden, if you're listening, or uh, I'm sure he's probably listening, and probably helping get to sleep, uh, listening to my nonsense. But uh, Hayden, I uh, hope you're well, and we will see you next week. Um, and we are gonna uh, do a special edition here because. Uh, Hall of Fame edition because none other than Diamond Dallas Page. He is the master of the diamond cutter. He is the king of Bada Bing, three-time world champion. And uh, there was one more thing that we just added to the resume. Crystal, can you help me out? Uh, Sir? (laughs) I don't know what you want me to say. What did he just add to the resume? Hall Hall of, Hall of Famer. Hall of yeah. Famer. Uh, sorry, I, I, I was pitching to you, but people, people <laughs> I'm like, usually whoa, don't know wait where a minute, I'm going. You're me almost, 
I'm like, you're putting me on the spot. <laughs> but we are so excited. Uh, you know, when I started this journey with, with Dallas back six years or so ago, you know, one of the first questions I asked him when I spent some one-on-one time, like, do you ever think to put you in? Like, you deserve it. And he said, you know what, we'll see. You know, it's, it's not my call and not my time to stress about it. If it happens, it happens. And when it does, I'll be there. And, uh, you know, that's the kind of attitude he has. It was out of his hands, and he put in the work. He, he created the resume, the body of work that he did. And at that point, you just got to sit back and, and wait for your time because if anyone is deserving of a Hall of Fame career, right. it is Diamond Dallas Page. And, it, and it's something Absolutely. I want to talk with you about tonight, too, because the Hall of Fame, you know, he's a Hall of Famer, sure, for sure, a th- world champion multiple times, you know, all those amazing accolades. But – he personifies the Hall of Fame, uh, you know, mentality because here's a guy who, who on all accounts should never have been Diamond Dallas Page. You know, you, he, sure. you've heard the story a million times. 35 years old, started wrestling. Um, he was a manager. You know, he was a kind of a little scrawny guy, you know, working as a manager and, you know, he commentator, and he decided to make that shift late in his career and which is something that you don't do. I'm 34 years old. He started at 35. He started taking bumps. And I think about that as I'm trying to stand up for my chair as my knees snap, crackle, and pop. Like, that takes some balls and some commitment and some some self, uh, self-belief in yourself to make that jump. And he already is successful as a manager and a commentator, but decided to take it to the next level. That's a risk right there. Absolutely. And you know, the greatest thing about it is he makes persistence look really, really cool. He really does. He just doesn't quit. No, he doesn't quit. Absolutely. 100%. And that's kind of the basis of everything we do here at DDP Yoga is based on that philosophy. And, uh, you know, he, he 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 wouldn't want us to sit here and put him over for an hour, but I'm going to talk about no. you know his uh, his wrestling career, and I'm going to talk about you know the path that he chose. And I mean, say what you will, it's the path of uh, it's a resistance. It's a path of resistance. He had every obstacle put in his way: uh, the, the neck injury, the back injury, and coming back from that. And then where most guys are winding down, trying to find you know. A lot of the guys, when they retire, you know, they lose part of their identity. You know, they don't know how to make that next uh, jump to the next chapter. And Dallas isn't one of those guys that's going to sit there and rest on his laurels. He was going to take you to the next level. And it is so rare for somebody to become so well-known in one aspect of of entertainment or, you know, public life and then go and do something completely different and become just as successful and well-known, if not more so, I mean, you think on, about that, you know, The Rock did it, uh, maybe Steve Austin, but there's very few who can make that jump and, and, and kind of equal the magnitude of what they did that they're so well-known for. Absolutely. And, I mean, if it, it was weird because at the beginning of this whole DDP yoga journey thing, I mean, when you mentioned to someone even the sheer name DDP yoga, they concentrated more on the yoga part and they said, no, no, not for me, not for me. And it took a lot, it must have taken so much persistence just to simply get people to listen to that. And then, you know, then you have people like Chris Jericho and, and all these people, Mick Foley, that have done the program and they see that 
Wow, you know, it really is an amazing thing. So not only, you know, is Dallas having that longevity, but he's also sharing that with so many people, even not in a wrestling ring. I mean, you don't have to be in a wrestling ring to succeed at this. So, you know, it's it's an amazing legacy that he's building for himself. Absolutely. I love that, that point because that's a tough sell. I mean, the yoga market and oh, yeah. the wrestling market aren't usually much of a crossover statistically. And when you have a guy like Diamond Dallas Page come into the quote-unquote yoga, DDP yoga, but you know what I'm saying, like that was consumed by uh, yeah. a lot of, you know, it was it was predominantly female, and not to get sexist, but I've been to yoga studios, and there there's predominantly yeah. females in the classes. And a guy like Diamond Dallas Page walks in, and he don't fit in. <laughs> I don't care what no, you say. No, he, he kind of in. stands out. So, but he was a bridge <laughs> for so many people because – the traditional yoga, not you know, traditional yoga, you know, the stretching, the posing, uh, is phenomenal uh, exercise. It's phenomenal for flexibility, uh, etc. But somebody like me would be intimidated to even get involved in anything that looked anything like that. Yeah. And people I know would be die before they walk into a studio where anything like that was going on. So Diamond Dallas Page made it accessible to the everyman, to the me, to the to the people like me who would greatly benefit from, from the, the fitness aspects of what he does, but wouldn't normally feel comfortable walking into a situation like that. Right. And that's where I remember he brings that quality. I'm sorry. Yeah. I remember when I first started talking to Dallas on a regular basis and I remember we had this conversation and, you know, we got talking and he always said, you know, DDP yoga, it's a different kind of monkey. And, you know, I don't know how many times somebody has said to me when I'm wearing my DDP shirt out and about and they'll say, oh my gosh, you know, you know about DDP yoga and we get to talking and I don't know how many times I've I've literally said to someone it's a different kind of monkey. It it's not it's not what you think it is. Yeah, you got to try it. And you know, more often than not I win them over. But really Dallas has put a a whole new face to this. He's made it cool to be, you know, doing this again. And that's awesome. I you don't need to sit in a corner and hum. You just need to get moving. Yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. And you know, the, the, the you know, obviously his body of work is is Hall of Fame worthy alone. But you know, I don't even think he fully grasps. Like, you know, you have your story, I have my story, Hayden has his story. But for every one of us, there's hundreds and hundreds yeah. of other people whose lives have been, you know, changed for the better and. You know, you think of all the people that have been changed by what he does. Like, I don't, I don't think there's any way to kind of grasp the magnitude of how many people have have been forever, you know, altered their their, their mindset, their bodies, their their health from what he does. And it's it's one of those things that you know, it's hard I'm, to wrap I'm your not, head around. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not yeah. a religious person. I'm not a spiritual person. I'm just, I'm, I I see it. Always. I'm a realist, and but there's something about him that he just comes into people's lives when they're at looking for something and suddenly he'll pop up and, and, and reach people. And he has that quality because I know watching, you know, I don't know, name the latest fitness model or celebrity. I'm watching them on TV. They're not 
touching me. Like they may have a great message, they're not getting me. But I see Diamond Dallas Page, and I know that I watched him every Saturday night on TBS, and I watched him every Monday night on, on TNT. And so I'm going to listen to what he has to say. And when his message starts making sense, like that's a connection that I've got. And he has a way of talking yeah. to people, not just on the radio, but in real life. Like when you'll be walking down the street with this guy and people will, you know, he's a noticeable dude. Like even if you don't know who he sure is, is, he's got the, he, he, people know that he's somebody. And when he starts talking to people, he has a way of, of, of drawing them in and then firing them up. Like they're ready to take on the world when they finish talking to them. And I know personally Absolutely. that if I need a kick in the pants, a 20-minute conversation with Diamond Dallas Page will have me ready to, you know, r- uh, r- lasso up the moon and pull it down, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I can honestly say for every conversation that I've had with Dallas, I've pulled something out of it. And, wow, he's just probably one of the most motivating people I know. And if you yeah. oh. need a kick in the pants, he's more than happy to give it to you. Oh, and, and the app and taking it to the next level, like, you don't need to be Paige's best friend. You don't need to be in the performance center no. to gain the benefits of no. this with the, you know, with the app. And, and I got to tell you something, this is probably, you know, says more about me than anything because I'm a cynic uh, at heart. I, I try not to be, but I, I can tend to be quite cynical at times. And there are certain things yeah, that, that Dallas. <laughs> there are certain <laughs> things that Dallas has said to me and has told me at times that you know I think are great ideas, but I'm like, well, that's like kind of a far out there expectation. And you don't mean it to be like you know harsh or judgmental. You just think like it's a great idea, but like that would take like a ridiculous amount of work to get done. And he's one of those guys that just has an idea and then just makes it happen. He manifests uh, his reality, and it's. It's inspiring, and it's also, like, awesome, and it's also, like, mind-blowing because, you know, I have a ton of great ideas. Like, I'll be up late at night, and I'll be, like, you know, jazzed up on some coffee or whatever, and I'm thinking, oh, that would be great. I could do this. And the next morning I wake up, and it's like, oh, that would be a lot of work. But it was a nice thought. Dallas takes those 2 a.m., like, thoughts and makes them happen the next day, puts them into motion. And not only has he achieved, achieved everything he set out to do, he's told me things five, six years ago that are happening today. Like, he's constantly reinventing what he does and so it can reach more people. And it's it's kind of hard to call him DDP Yoga now because what he does is so right. vast and wide. And he just is one of the most incredible people in my life. And I don't think the world really knows how incredible he is. I think somebody would have to sit down with him and do a documentary on him to kind of get the full magnitude of all he takes on on a daily basis. I mean, he really is an amazing person. And, I mean, we're employees, so we sit here and and talk about, you know, we have an avenue to talk to Dallas, you know, if and when we feel the need or, you know, whatever the case may be, we need to run something by him. But he really is. I mean, to take away from all of that and just to have a conversation with him is probably one of the most awe-inspiring things I can do in any given moment because I I swear there's never been a time that I've talked to him that I haven't come away feeling like I'm on cloud nine. He just has a way to convince you that you can do just about anything. 100%. And 
and we're going to take some calls in just a minute. We already have a call on the line here, but I want to put it out here. Sure. 347-994-1216. If you want to talk about Diamond Dallas Page, the wrestler, talk about how you first got introduced to the man DDP and the Hall of Fame career that he is, or if you have a question about DDP uh, yoga, uh, positions, certification, anything, you've got a story to tell, an inspiring uh, anecdote, give us a call. Um, we will love to hear from you. And uh, I'm going to take this call right here. Um, sure. It's a 910 area code. Hello, DDP Radio. Hey, what's up, Michael? Is it George hey, here? what's going on? I told you I called in Crystal. Hi. Hey, what's up? Oh, That's so awesome. Just hanging in here. <laughs> <laughs> it's so great that uh, you called in. I haven't called in in about... I don't know, over a year, so I figured it was time. <laughs> Absolutely. I, I, My phone cut out. Who, who, I didn't hear who this is. Uh, George. George. Oh, George, how yeah. are you, man? Sorry, I, I, I get a little static on the line. Uh, how are you, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. How are you? Good, thanks. Good, good. So, uh, what do you, I mean, were you a fan of uh, DDP as a pro wrestler, or did you come along during the DDP Yogi years, or where did you get first uh, introduced to Diamond Dallas Page? I have been a fan of Dallas since uh, as early as I can remember. Um, back when he was with Kimberly doing the Diamond Dallas and all that stuff, I was a huge fan of him then. Uh, even though he was a bad guy and I wasn't supposed to like him, I, I mean, he made me not want to like him. I still, I, I, I admired him. <laughs> I was a kid then, you know, I grew up with him. I grew up with the whole diamond cutter and all that stuff. And, uh, and, and actually, you know, if it wasn't for Dallas, I probably wouldn't be here today. Um, because awesome. he saved my life. <laughs> and that's just, you know, I so, with everybody. So you are a fan of, of DDP. When did you, when did DDP yoga come on the radar for you? When did you start to, uh, hear the buzz about what we do here. Ah, uh, God. Uh, I had been following DDP on and off through the 2000s when he left PNA and did all that stuff, and he was promoting Wayergy. But honestly, because I was in such a depression at that time, that I just kind of blew it off, blew it off, blew it off. And I looked into the mirror one day and I saw what I'd become, and I saw what was happening with my family and how I was ignoring them, and I was ready to die and all this stuff. And I, um, it was right about the time that Chris Jericho started talking about GDP yoga. It was about uh, 2012. And it just, uh, for me, it was I went, that's it. It was just, I just knew it. And July of that year, I found out the money, I ordered it, and I've never heard back since. That's awesome. And, you know, that's, it's, it's so many I've had my ups and downs for years, but. That, that's that's awesome, and you know, so many people, um, you know, have similar stories, and you know, the the people come in your life, and, and you know, you you grew up with DDP, and you know, when you're watching him with Kimberly and the, and the, and the Nitro Girls and, and Diamond Dallas Page WCW, you know, who would have thought that all these years later you'd still be involved mm-hmm. with Dallas Page? Not only that, but he contributed a huge uh, amount to your physical well-being in life. It's pretty amazing to yeah. think back on. Oh, God, yes. Um, honestly, when my mom passed away two years ago, I don't, if I wasn't doing DDP yoga and had the community to fall back on, I don't think I would have made it. 
Like I was all out of it I, for a while. In fact, I gained a, a lot of the weight back that I had lost. And, uh, you know, now I'm in this incredible uh, trend that I'm doing right now. Um, and I'm top on the leader. Well, I was top this month and I'll be bugged hit with the DPO guy, but I'm third on the leaderboard on DPO now. And I'm just, you know, plowing through and I, uh, Got my certification course today, so I'm just waiting for Robert to get back with me with my password so I can get started. And uh, you know, is this uh, is this the George you talked to? Man, I've been I've been procrastinating doing that for about four years. Is this the George we talked to a couple weeks ago? No, I don't I don't think you got me on 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 here. No, but um, okay, you might be seeing me around the DPF groups and. You're on the leaderboard, right? So, 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 uh, check you out. Um, but I appreciate you, you, you telling the story, man. And you're, uh, you know, the leaderboard is another cool thing, too. That, like, you know, you, you something to compete for, you know, something to drive for. And you said you're number three right now. That's awesome, man. And you know, how long have you said you've been you've been here doing this? You said you had a few starts and stops, but ultimately you're still here. Uh, I've been here since July 2012, and I never technically stopped eating right and kind of half-assed did all my workouts because I wasn't really in the right mindset. But I don't know. For like the past year, I've just been nailing it. Um, I just finished week 59 of doing red hot core every day. Wow! Wow! And that's 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 perfect too. Yeah, you talked um, about like you didn't start and stop. You're just still here. And since 2012, you've you've had some ups, you have some downs, but you're still here, man. And and that's what counts. And that's right. people don't realize that, you know, all it takes is persistence. Even when you're hard, uh, and things you're going hard for you, man. Just just you're still here. And there's always that day where you can get on the mat and be turning it all around again. And I love your story, man. Yeah. Thanks, I've man. always I appreciate really appreciated it. And I don't think it's enough for you. Yeah. I don't think I've ever wanted to learn black row. So I owe you that to you. Because <laughs> uh, 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 you knew that black row on YouTube back in the day. That's what I got with it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I've actually gotten more comments about that black row video. I, Crystal, I, back in the day, I did a, a big man's black row because where uh, when when I was learning black crow, I, I was still on the heavier side, and to put my elbows on my hands like my uh, my knees like that, which wasn't happening. Yeah. So uh, you know, I had gotten more comments about that black crow video, so I appreciate that, man. You need to do another one. <laughs> uh, well, where, where do you go from there? Well, maybe I'll, I'll work <laughs> on the, the, the up into headstand from there. So. There you go. Last time I tried that, last time I tried that, I got you to tune in. I I got April in WrestleMania. Uh, I think it's supposed to air on WWE Network. But uh, keep hitting the yeah. mat, and uh, yeah, I'm going oh, yeah, to expect to see you. I'm going to expect to see you bumped up another uh, spot in the in the rankings next time we talk to you. All right. And I'll see hey, you I at the Okay. 
<laughs> Thank you so much, man. We, we appreciate you checking Thanks, in, bro. Bert. All right, take All right. Oh, sorry. I muted him a little early. I thought he had gone. There was a little yeah, bit of delay what? there. Yeah, yeah. The phone, the phone connection was not the greatest, but. No, uh, but, you know, I, I got the most of it. I got the, the gist of it because sometimes you got to work through that. Like, you know, sometimes uh, the connections on here can't be that great, so you tend to learn to kind of filter through it. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, we got another call right here. I think I know who this is. Um Oh jeez, I don't even know if we should let him on. Oh, this guy's trouble. Um, <laughs> is this uh, the notorious uh, TRV? The notorious TRV. I don't know. Was it? In, it was a hello. It was, a, it was a, Travis. Hello. Travis. Travis. Hello. <laughs> it was a the place to be, baby. TRV. It's like going TRV. What? what I, well, <laughs> it was going through oh, my I head mean, like, yeah, do yeah, I know yeah, this yeah. person? <laughs> it just went over my head. It's like going, yeah, 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 yeah. It was, it was a, it was a bad bump. That's okay. It's, it's, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> no, I, you know, I call, but you know, I, I, I have to, I have to. I'm, you know, I'm actually called in not just not for me necessarily here, but George. George just calling. George Fenmore. This guy, let me tell you, he. If you've been watching, I've been watching his stuff here. He tags me on a lot of his his daily posts and everything for his workouts. This guy not only you know cranks up two and three workouts workouts a day here nowadays, but he he tags. He's been on a streak doing Red Hot Core for, like, the past three months, you know, on top of everything. Wow. And this guy is going to be a beast. But it's, I'm, it's all said and done. And he's got his wife into it, uh, Jen, uh, and that, and she's doing it. She's doing great stuff there, too. And today he messaged me about getting into the certification program, and he's going to be under the Midwest Strong Learning Tree when it comes to doing the level one workout. So I'm really excited to work with George and uh, – yeah, fifty nine oh, he just messaged me. Fifty nine weeks. Okay. So fifty nine weeks oh, of of the straight of doing fifty nine weeks. Imagine do a do workouts, do one or two workouts a day, and throw on red hot core at the end of it. Just when you think yeah. you you've got all you can, then throw a little <laughs> bit more in there. And that's George's that's George's work ethic, you know. So he's got he he's I I am I am expecting a lot of great things, and I know George is going to have a lot of great things going on here coming up. Awesome. Right, yeah, he's man. an amazing great person. So, great to see you guys mentoring each other and kind so of he, tagging up. Like, that's always helpful. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And, you know, we, we'll do that. Like, you know, we, you, know, our, you know, the people I mentor and everything with the, with the DDP yoga you know, certification program like Farron, we'll you know we'll go back and forth. There are challenges we'll take. We'll we'll you know there's one month we you know we, there's a challenge that uh, Brian Durden and Zach Gowan uh, would would do. Yep. Uh, there's the, the the get one expired inspired uh, challenge there, and they would do a push up party. And so Farron and I yep. would do you know yeah they would put in do a hundred push ups, and so. Fair and I are like, okay, well, we're going to push ourselves back and forth a little bit more and see how much, see if we can go 500. So we got wow. there, we we were you know doing push-ups all day, got 500. 
And then we go, okay, how how far can we take this? We go 600, 700, and whatever the case is there. I think by the time it was, you know, by the end of the month there, when we were doing push-up days like that, I think we got up to like 800 push-ups. Oh. I mean, that's, you know, throwing in, not not in a row, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you're throwing in 25, 30, 40 push-ups at a time or whatever else, and then you're, you know, so here I am, you know, at, at my job, I'm a tech support person, and I'm in between calls, whatever, and, you know, jumping down at my cubicle, whatever, I'll throw in some push-ups, get back up, take another call, fix somebody else's computers or whatever the case is there, get back down, do more push-ups. <laughs> it was interesting. That's so, awesome. Awesome, it's a lot, of, you know, a lot of a lot of that pushing back and forth, and that's what Dallas inspires. He, he comes in just at the right time, you know, with the right words of encouragement, and and he he just has that spark, that knack of just turning yep. inspiration on in you, and getting you to you know run through a brick wall and succeeding, and that's you know that's the. That's the magic and the spectacle that is Diamond Ellis Page, and he's earned every Very bit of it. Absolutely. Very true. So, and before I and I want to I want to let other people talk here too. But before I do that, there I want to push out there. I don't know if you guys have done this or not. There, he's got. I don't know if you saw his video or not. There, he's got the Own This Day Diamond Ellis Page T-shirt. So it's the it's that it's that one with the with the diamond with Dallas doing the diamond cutter. And then he's got own yeah. this or own your life on there, and he's doing he's selling these shirts. It's a limited time. You've got up until March sixth to uh, to get these shirts, and the proceeds for that shirt are going to uh, to uh, disabled veterans. So uh, it's a great cause, um, you know, because you know Dallas is all about you know the vets and everything. Um, you know, and I'm, I'm a yeah. National Guard's guy. I tr- I appreciate that. So uh, if you haven't had a chance to go out and get yourself that you know, Own Your Life T-shirt, hop on now. They're like $22. Bucks. Um, you can buy multiples and get more discounts on that. Uh, but get on there, represent.org slash DDP. Absolutely. We were, we were going to oh. touch on that earlier uh, later in the show, but – uh, yeah, I, I have you do it for me. I can save my voice and save the listeners the uh, the, uh, the, the, the the pain of having to hear that voice. So thank you very much for doing the pitch for me. Uh, well, <laughs> the well, check, man, is, the check is in the mail. The challenge fee check is in the mail. All right, there you go. I'll be I'll be waiting for it there, Mullins. All right. <laughs> you guys have a good night. Keep Catch waiting. Later. See ya. Take care, man. Travis oh, Travis was fun, man. And uh, like I said, he's been helping so many people too. Uh, vitamins. I, maybe we'll just call him uh, Travis Miyagi from now on. If that'll work. <laughs> That's he's, awesome. He's, he's some kind of a mentor. Um, <laughs> now you know that we, 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 we we've been doing this show for so long now that like what what can we say? You know we've said it all. We talked about GDP and and this is a very special occasion. Um, and you know to the average person like this is cool, but to the wrestling fans, we truly know what the Hall of Fame stands for. And he's been so many. Sure. He's been recognized so much the past few years uh, for the DDP Otis stuff. But you know, he, he kind of uh, you know he doesn't he doesn't put himself over enough for the wrestling part of his career. What he did because he was one of the top uh, of all time. And the thing is, it's not his career was amazing. But you talk to any of the boys, you listen to them talk in interviews, you have a conversation with them, and every single one of them talks about how DDP went out of his way to 
just help out random people. Uh, Scott Hall. When Scott Hall yeah. was taken under his wing as the Diamond Stud, like Scott Hall was, you know, he was a great wrestler. He never hadn't found that stride yet. He hadn't found that top star thing. He got with Dallas. Dallas shared some ideas. They worked together and, you know, took him under his wing. And, and Kevin Nash, he took, took the time to, uh, to uh, you know, uh, help him kind of stay in the business. Nick Foley, so many people, he took the time to just, I don't know, just kind of coach and give that little initiative to basically what he does to us on, in all of DPOs on a daily basis. Yeah. So uh, Dallas yep. wasn't about making DDP a star. He wanted to bring everyone with him because if the company he was working for was big, everyone's getting over, everything's doing well, then everyone wins. And, and that's the mentality. He that's doesn't right. want to be, he doesn't want to be the only guy at the top. He wants everyone to rise to his level. And if you're working with him and if you're, you know, working out with you, he, you expect you to rise to his level because he's taking the time to work sure. with you. And in return, you need to be on the same page and put the work in too, which from day one has been the thing he's preached. I will take the time yep. to help you if you take the time to help yep. you. And that's the whole Absolutely. genesis of what DDP yoga is. Yeah, I agree wholeheartedly. And I'll be very honest, there were times, Mike, even when I look back now, I wasn't so 100% sure in the beginning that I believed in me as much as he believed in me doing this. So, you know, it was it was really kind of strange. But once I fully committed and actually just kind of, you know, buckled down to do the work, holy moly, let me tell you, the mountains moved and it was, it's it's pretty amazing. So, I mean, he'll believe in you for sure. He believes in everyone, but you got to put the work in. And I don't know how many times I've heard him say that. You put the work in, you know things. Things are going to happen, uh-huh. but they yeah, don't, don't happen always, don't if have you're to... just. Yeah, if you're sitting I'm on the sorry. couch, it ain't going to work. It's yeah, okay. uh, I, 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 I that's that's a great point. Like you don't always have to be winning, but you always have to be trying. You know. That's right. That's actually and... really. I'm going to put that. Yeah, <laughs> on my quote wall. <laughs> <laughs> there, there you go. But may, uh, there you go. And so, this, you know, this is crazy for me to think. Well, first of all, I I was when I first got uh, to know DDP as as the wrestler when I started watching him. Uh, I know uh, he became huge in like the late '90s, but honestly, yep. when everyone was tuning into wrestling, that's around the time when I was tuning out. I I didn't really have a lot of time to watch around there. You know, you're in you're in college and high school, and there's girls yep. that you're chasing after that won't give you the time of day, but you're still chasing after. Uh, but you, <laughs> I had I had other things take over interests and stuff like that. So when I think of DDP, I my first thoughts of him were. Uh, the AWA, and with the Freebirds, because anyone who knows me knows that I love Michael Hayes. And every single time yep. I, I, I see Paige, I'm hounding him for Michael P.S. Hayes' stories. Just, you know, he texted me when Hayes went to the <laughs> Hall of Fame and, and just, like, shot me a text to Michael Hayes in the Hall of Fame, and I freaked out and then bugged him for the rest of the day for, uh, for uh, yeah, Michael Hayes' story. So <laughs> awesome. he was always, like, I thought it was so cool that he was with the Freebirds, and it clicked, and it fit. And... You know, so he, but he became a big star in WCW, and like I said, I kind of tuned out at that point, but I didn't really remember. Like I remember I watched and stuff, but I was when I moved down here to North Carolina. I lived about ten minutes from my parents' house when I was up in New Hampshire, and when we moved, my dad's like, "Before you go, you're going in the basement. And you're getting rid of all the shit that's in here, and you're taking it with you because we're not leaving it here <laughs> right. forever." 
So I was going through boxes, and it was kind of bizarre. I pulled out a DDP bobblehead, and I pulled out a, a DDP, like one of those hot rod, like stainless steel cars with this logo on there. And it's so weird to think that like, all of this full circle. Like, I have these things, like, packed away in my parents' house from when I was younger, and, like, how, like, you know, the, the guy that I watched every TV and bought, took the time to buy a, a, a doll with a giant head of this man, and he's the guy that kind of made things click for me and, and changed things in my life so significantly, and, you know, it's crazy to think that, you know, when he was doing that, he turned uh, 60, 60 years old recently, and... Yeah, I gotta, I gotta be on, I gotta be honest here and, and give you some real realism. Um, my biggest fear in life is, is time. I the time is brutal. It can be unforgiving. It can be merciless. And my thing is, I was never suicidal. I never wanted to die, but I didn't want to grow old. I didn't like that was my right. biggest fear, is just becoming older and growing older. And there were two people, and I kind of talked about this to you beforehand on uh, the show. There were two people that real that made me realize that I don't have to grow old and just sink into a chair and just fade away. And DDP is one of those people that at 60 years old, yeah. when most people are, are winding things down, he's going harder than ever. And he proved that you don't need to just take life as it hands it to you and just fade away. You can put in the effort. You can fight the symptoms of age. You can fight the symptoms of time. And you may not always win, but there's still fight. And you can just hold on to everything you can while you, while you can. And, you know, he's not going anywhere anytime. So that guy's a rock. He's in amazing shape. But he gave me the, the uh, will to think that I can do this. I can, I can age without just giving up. And I can, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, there's always... Yeah. There's always there's always fight in the dog, and just because you don't have to sit there and accept that I'm 35, so I can't do this, or I'm you know 40, I can't do this, I'm 50, I can't do this, I'm 60. There's always fight left in the dog, no matter what you know. Absolutely, and that was one of the. So when I got diagnosed, and I was not feeling very well at all, and I remember getting a call from Dallas, and he basically, in a nutshell, told me, "I'll only fail if I subscribe to that whole theory of, you know, you fail if you don't try." So if I was just to sit on the couch and quit. And I could deem myself a failure at that, then, you know, that's pretty much where I would have been sitting. But as long as I was moving and as long as I had that forward motion, it didn't matter what I was diagnosed with. It mattered, I guess, what he was trying to tell me. It didn't matter what I was diagnosed with. It, it mattered what I subscribed to. And I think that's one of the biggest lessons he ever taught me. I don't have to listen to everyone else. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, when I put my head on my pillow and you go to sleep at night, you need to know that you at least put your best foot forward. You tried and you did what you could. And you know what? Tomorrow's a whole new day. So if you didn't get where you wanted to be, you get up and you do it again. And you do it again. Yeah. And you do it again. And and that's Dallas. So even on my hardest days, when I think about, you know, how lucky I am, those words ring true in my ear. I can hear him actually say to me, right, you're only going to fail if you 
right? If you fall into a rut, <laughs> it, yep. I say it all the time. Yep, doesn't mean that you can unpack your bags and stay there, right? Absolutely. And that's um, that's my friendship with Diamond Dallas Page. Very motivating, very motivating. And I love him for 100%. it. 100%. When, yeah. when you get a diagnosis, you know, you're diagnosed with MS, and sometimes, you know, when they start going over what you're, you know, what to expect, or, to, you know, that you might have this, you know, you start to just, like, accept, well, I'm going to be dealing with this, and this is the way it's going to be. Right. But, you know, yep. everyone's different, and sometimes when they tell you, like, the prognosis or what you're going to, you know, you kind of just accept it, and, and you didn't do that. You're like, well, I can I can do yep. as much as I can to make things as better as I possibly can. And it may not be, it may not go as planned, but as long as I put in that effort, you know, as soon as you stop trying, you stop living because right. that, that motivation to keep going is gone and that, that purpose in your life is gone. And you may not have a good day, but if you're going into it saying, I'm not going to have a good day, so I'm not going to have a good day anyway, so why bother? Like, right. That's, it, at least if you're putting in the effort, there's a chance that you're going to, you know, have that good day, but if you go into it with defeat right. mindset, well, then what do you think is going to happen, right? Mm-hmm. What do you think is going to happen if you're negating and you're having those thoughts, those negative thoughts? What do you think is going to happen? Do you think you're going to get from point A to point B? Absolutely not. You're going to stay in the rut that is point A, and you're never going to get out mm-hmm. of it. You got to kind of think your way through this sometimes. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I don't know. Could I I could I justify sitting on my butt not doing it? Yeah, I, I probably could, you know. I have a really good reason. But uh, I don't know. You know, I guess in the grand scheme of things, <laughs> I'm my own worst enemy sometimes, I think. You know, I'm my own worst cr- And you know what? I come from the school of thought that no matter how hard things are sometimes, and some days they're really very hard, um, the turtle won the race. Not the rabbit, the turtle. Mm -hmm. So I got to keep reminding myself of that sometimes. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's it's, it's such an important mindset. uh, I was talking to you beforehand, my uncle, my great uncle Bob, who passed away uh, earlier this year, I, I was telling you, I asked you if you'd ever heard of the band Sloan, and I guess they're a pretty big band yes, in, in Canada. And I hadn't really heard of them. I guess they're, <laughs> really, they're not really huge. They're not really big over here. But my uncle uh, owned property in Nova Scotia, uh, you know, beachfront property. Here's a guy. He was he was an executive for American Airlines. He made good money. Never got married. Never had kids. But he would travel to Australia. He had a free ticket wherever he wanted to go because of his airlines. He bought houses in Nova Scotia. Yep. He lived in Boston in the city that was in the house that was his father's from when he was younger, and he took it over. And he just he had a great life. And here's a guy; he was 83 years old when he passed away, and you couldn't believe how much like fire he had. He was we call him Dirty Uncle Bob because he was always making these inappropriate jokes, and he was just fun. <laughs> he was he, he was youthful. He'd go into he he at 83 years old, actually right before he died. He'd go on these 20-mile bike rides where he'd just get on his bike and drive into the city, go shopping, put some bags on, come back. He was just like the coolest guy. And we always That's said amazing. to him, like, he shouldn't be going to – we always said, my mom would say, 
don't be going on those trips to Boston alone. Like, you know, you're, you got to accept the fact that you're older. He goes, well, what's going to happen? Am I going to die? I'm 83 years old. Who cares? You know, might as well go out like that. But he would go and go and go. And he was so active. And two weeks before he died, he was out in the yard just uh, just doing some yard work. And he sat down and he couldn't get up. So he called the hospital. And he called my uncle. He brought him to the hospital. And they found him just riddled with cancer, just riddled. And they're like, oh, there's no way. He just, so they put him in the hospital, and he's, he accepted. He's like, all right, it's my time. You know, I don't want any fear. You know, he just, he, but he went quick. And that was so the way that I expected him to go because he wasn't the guy that was going to sit there through, like, you know, cancer treatments until 90 years old. And, you know, he went quick. And But the, 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 the thought of the story is, he was active every single day. He'd go on the treadmill. He'd go on bike rides. He'd go hiking in trails two weeks up to the day he died. The day he died, uh, with two weeks to go to the day, was the first day that he ever spent in bed. And if you're, you know, if you accept the fact that I'm old so I can't do this or I'm overweight right. so I might as well not try this, like, that's a death sentence. When you accept that capable, then you're never going to be capable. But if you say, I can't do it, right now, but I can, and I can keep trying and keep going. When you lose that purpose, that's when it's over. Yeah. And you know what? The word incapable is not something I've ever heard Dallas say, ever. I've never heard him refer to any situation or any person or any anything as incapable. You're always capable. Nope. You just got to, sometimes I always, I have this quote downstairs in my workout room and, you know, there's some times when it's really, really hard. Hey, I get it. I've been there. There's really hard days. You don't want to work out. You just want to stay in your comfy, warm clothes, you know, whatever. We've all been there. We've all done that. But, whew, you can't live on autopilot. You just never know. You just never know what's going to happen. So you might as yeah. well, you might as well put your best foot forward. How are you going to know if you don't put your best foot forward and at least oh. try? Give yourself thirty days. What's thirty days? And, and thirty you days know, you is nothing. About never, uh, Dallas. Never saying you're, Dallas has never had. So no one has ever come up to Dallas in any condition whatsoever and Dallas said this isn't going to work for you this you know you're not in the shape to right. do this you're not going to be able to you know you're not going to get on the mat you're not going to be able to get back up you know maybe try something else some water aerobics or something he's never done that he said well check with your yep. doctor and if your doctor says it's okay we will find a way to have you do this and you know I mean this, this sounds shitty but I think people will admit it in the wrestling business Jake Roberts was probably considered a lost cause Scott Hall, yes. probably considered a lost cause. A great wrestler, yes. a, a huge star, but at this point it was, you know, the hourglass was just waiting to run out. And Dallas right. takes these sailed. people who, right. yeah, Dallas has a way of taking these people that are broken or, or are flawed. And it's something that I've always identified with. I've always been kind of drawn to the people that considered, you know, lost causes. I, I think people who have their shit together are boring, honestly. I think flawed people yeah. are real people. I think people who have issues are, are more interesting because they're they're real. And I don't care who you are. If you tell me you're, you've got your shit together, I guarantee you, you don't. There's something you have that, that you need to work on or you're, you're embarrassed about that you won't tell anybody. 
but it, it, there's a certain part of the people that are considered write-offs, like, you know, they're, they're beyond repair. Yeah. And Gallus has a way of, of believing in people uh, like that, that nobody else would take a chance at. And I'm ashamed to admit I mean, it, but even we are if sitting people... in... Oh, sorry, go ahead. go ahead, Mike. Oh, no, I'm No, sorry. I was just thinking, you know, what, that's kind of what brought... I mean, it's all the same thing that we've seen. Um, take Arthur. We've all seen mm-hmm. the video. How many, How many... Put yourself in that situation. Would you have given up? Mm-hmm. Would you have given up? Do you know somebody studios, if you put them in? Yeah. How many yoga studios turned I mean, him away? He said in the video, they said, you know, well, we can't work with you. Right. But then mm-hmm. there's Dallas. And, yeah, and I mean, and, wow. Look what he, happened. It's, it's, it's great to see him so successful because a lot of times people who do give a care that much, that actually do give a shit, they get locked on get locked over, but so many people yeah. have respect for him, and he, he has a he has a respect for himself to stand up for himself, but also reach out for a helping hand for anybody. I'm ashamed to admit this, but we were all sitting there, Steve you, Dave Orth, Katie Nolan, myself, I told this story before, and several years ago, we were, we were sitting at a table uh, for dinner, and we, they, Steve, you started talking about the idea to maybe bring Jake Robertson, and uh Dallas was going to be buying a house in Atlanta and he wanted to move Jake in and try to get him on their feed, maybe film a couple YouTube videos for motivation and stuff. And I flat out told Steve, I said, I don't think that's a good idea. I've known people who've worked with Jake. I think the company is starting to take off with this, this Arthur video. I think kind of having Jake there is a risk and, you know, it could go well, but, you know, Jake's track record isn't always good. And Steve said, well, Dallas has really got his heart set on it. He, Jake really helped him out back in the day, and he feels the need to return the favor. And I think that right. spoke huge wonders, because I'm the guy who don't, and I don't know Jake, and I don't, I don't know the situation, but I'm saying this guy is considered by a lot of people as hands-off, because things go wrong. And yep. here's Steve saying, yep. Dallas is saying he wants to do this, because he needs to return the favor that Jake gave him. And the Rocky Balboa ending of this whole story couldn't have been predicted, and only no. Dallas was would probably have the balls to have a company that's on the layoff, starting to really take momentum, a company he's been working on for years, and take that and risk it for a friend. Like, there's a lot of people who would who would say they would do that, but when it comes to putting your money in where your mouth is, there's a lot of people who wouldn't. Right. Absolutely, I agree. I mean, it, it could have gone it could have gone so many different ways, but you know, if, I guess really, you know. When it comes down to Dallas, there's he proves that there is no statute of limitations on being a good person. You know, he helped someone mm-hmm. out, and then he helped someone else out. And now we can sit here and we can name thousands of people that have said, "Oh my gosh, you know, you really changed my life." Like it must be, it must be an awe-inspiring thing to put on your, your Diamond Dallas Page shoes every day because. He's doing. He's making the world a better place for a lot of people. For a lot of people, and that's that's amazing. And I don't know. I don't know what any of you out there believe, or I don't know if you believe in karma or fate or whatever. But talk about karma. Here's a guy, Diamond Dallas Page, broke out of the nightclub scene, took a chance at professional wrestling, got taken under his wing by Jake the Snake Roberts. Uh, Jake had some troubles. Dallas returned the favor, took Jake in. Jake became a Hall of Famer. He took Scott Hall in, helped him out. Friends helping yep. friends. Scott became a Hall of Famer. And uh, now 
uh, our mentor and, and the guy who started all of this um, takes his rightful place in the Hall of Fame. And I know for a fact what it means to him, and I know what it means to all of us who have taken this journey. Like, yeah. I, I don't own any part of this company, but you feel a, a personal investment in what he does and a personal investment to hope he succeeds because you and I and so many other people have been along for this ride and seen the growth of what he has built. And, you know, Jake in the video said there's nobody more deserving of a WWE Hall of Fame yeah. career. And there may have been bigger stars in wrestling. There may have been longer champions, guys who made more money, drew bigger houses, but nobody, I promise you, nobody has the heart and the drive that our uh, fearless leader, Diamond Dallas Page, has. And I dare you to find me somebody who can yeah. even closely match up. He is an anomaly. I agree. He's a Jersey kid. He's a Jersey kid who made good. And uh, this year he's going into the Hall of Fame in the same state where he would run nightclubs at the age of 22 years old, Norma Jean's. Uh, and took a chance. He was making big money in the nightclub scene, took a chance, went out to Florida Wrestling, Dusty Rose took a like to him, and uh, about 30-something years later, we now call him a WWE Hall of Famer, Diamond Dallas Page. And from where I'm standing, uh, that's, a, that's a good run right there. That's a good life. That's a, that's a life you're proud really to put on your resume. Yeah, absolutely. So. It sounds really good. And, you know, I know that we're getting close to that time, but I just wanted to say a very heartfelt congratulations to an amazing friend, an amazing man, an amazing boss. Um, so well-deserved. So well-deserved. Absolutely. And uh, don't forget, uh, he'll be at the Hall of Fame ceremony. I don't know if this ticket's available anymore. I don't know what's going on with that. But he's going to be in Orlando. And I know there's a lot of WWE uh, DDP yoga people who are planning on going out to check out the festivities, and of course he'll be he'll be waving at everyone at WrestleMania. They always bring out the Hall of Fame inductees, and uh, it's 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 sweet, it's surreal, it's, uh, it's a long time coming, and there's no one who deserves it more. And I promise you, he's probably not listening to the show, so he's not hearing anything we're saying because he is so busy right, right now. He's all over the place <laughs> doing press for this, which is good because. If he knew that we spent an hour of his uh, radio time uh, talking about how great he is, he'd be uh, he'd be he'd be all over us. <laughs> yeah, you uh, know, I'm kind of wondering tomorrow morning's emails should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, but you deserve it, brother, and I appreciate you, and everyone uh, here appreciates you, and uh, congratulations, man. Absolutely. And he created this uh, show. Uh, about six, seven years ago, uh, as a place for DDP yoga, uh, people to congregate and ask questions and get advice for the DDP yoga program. So we don't do a wrestling show very often, but I think this was the perfect time to put over the career of the master of the diamond cutter, three-time, yeah. three-time world heavyweight three champion, the king of bada-bing, and now <laughs> Hall of Famer. So thank you so much, Crystal. Uh, for taking the Thank time you, to my friend. tonight. And uh, yeah, Hayden will be back next week. Uh, he should be back with us next week. He missed the wrestling show. He's going to be pissed because he's a big wrestling fan. So we're going to rub it in next week that we did a wrestling show. We'll have to rub it in <laughs> just a little. <laughs> just a little bit. All right, guys. Uh, I hope yeah. you guys are well. I love you guys. Don't forget, check out GDP Yoga. Now app available on uh, pretty much every medium 
Under the Sun. And uh, don't forget, April, uh, the Hall of Fame, beginning of April, uh, WrestleMania. And remember, more than anything, to hit the mat, to never, ever give up. Say it one more time. Own your life. DDP Yoga, Diamond Dallas Page, H. Oh, check this today, man. That was a great workout, man. The power bomb set up by Page. Oh, oh, diamond cutter. I don't believe it. Diamond oh. cutter out of the power bomb. We're going home. You've been listening to DDP Radio. Tune in again next week for another edition of DDP Radio with more great guests, inspiration, and news from Diamond Dallas Page and Team DDP Yoga. Keep up all the great work, and most importantly, own your life. This is- Talk Radio.